world is yours. The world is yours. The world is yours. The world is yours. Always forget. But never forget. The world is yours. It gets so much worse, nigga. Used to be my dog, now what's up with you? You uncomfortable? I got an edge, you on the cliff. Oh, you feel like a huxtable? We go back, like throwback, pro black, the throwback. Eat lunchables. Now I can't keep it tough with you. Yo, 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 what's up, what's up That was just a little snippet of, uh, of the homie Pray for Armani's is, uh, you know, his stage name, I guess we'll say But that was the homie's music he just dropped not too long ago, really recently uh, So, you know, go ahead and, I was, you know, gotta support the boy on the podcast or whatever uh, You know, that's what we're supposed to do uh, But, you know, it's been a long time, it's been a long minute And you know the deal TFWT talking football with Tyler is here and is back. Finally, about time. You can say what you want to say, cause yeah, you're right. It's been a minute, but I've been having things going on as well, and I've been kind of lazy to throw that in. So I'll say that for sure. Uh, today's podcast ain't gonna be a, a bunch of things, but it's gonna have a little bit in it, a little bit of talking. You know, you know how I do it, uh, at least lately. But just a quick uh, how I'm gonna try to evolve this podcast. Um, so clearly talking football isn't talking football if we're talking baseball, basketball, things like that, which is I'm, I'm going to dive into today, but just only because football is dead right now. Like it, it's just, it's OTAs, it's minicamp, OTAs are done. So just minicamp. So, you know, you can't do too much of minicamp unless we're talking about injuries or little stories, things like that, which is, I will talk about today as well. But, you know, nobody wants to really hear about that other than people who's trying to get the little update. Uh... You know, but saying that, all that to say this, when preseason starts, um, you know, this this thing, as far as talking football goes, will round up and be beautiful. You know, we can cover, I, I will, and eventually I'll evolve this into something that more people will get into because I do have people who want to get up on the podcast as well. But it's something that we can talk about football and have debate and, and throw in opinions and stuff like that. But right now, it's just dead. So, um, I don't have a whole bunch to cover today. I just wanted to get back, put something out there for y'all to get, um, you know, tune in on and, 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 you know, once again, put me out there. Um, what should we talk about first? I mean, it's, it's not so much going on, but as far as the sports world between the hockey, it, I know nobody, nobody who's following me right now listening to this is probably thinking, oh yeah, hockey. No, nah, no, ain't nobody really trying to hear about hockey, but hockey's got, you know, it's a seven game series, kind of is how basketball plays out and they're... Having game seven tonight, it is the Blue Jays and the Bruins. I'm not too sure, but I think that's what it is. Uh, but they're, they're tied 33 in tonight's game seven, obviously the final game for the championship, or however they call it. Uh, you know, so that it's going down tonight. I, I have no insight, no information, anything from that. It's just, you know, I don't cover that stuff. But uh, it's up to you. If you want me to cover that stuff, shoot me a text, Instagram, um, Facebook, Twitter, whatever you want to, um, and let me know if you would like for me to talk about hockey or maybe golf coming up. I know uh, I've seen something about uh, Tiger and uh, Elroy going up versus one another and some open coming up. I'm not too sure about that either. I'm not even 100% sure if I'm saying that completely correct, but either way, you get what I'm trying to say and where I'm trying to get at. Uh, but, you know. The big the elephant in the room as far as what is going on today and what more people are interested in the football is not going on is basketball and game six tonight for 
I think that's tonight. Could be tomorrow for uh, Golden State and uh, in Toronto. Um, I guess we can cover that. Um, I originally wanted to put this podcast out yesterday, uh, a few days ago actually, and it was going to cover you know the three one lead and KD having you know saying he will play. It went from questionable to will it being he will play, um, and and was it a good idea and stuff like that. Uh, you can probably still, you know, have that discussion today if it was a good idea. Because, you know, saying obviously they got the win. Not that he really contribute, contributed much because he only play, played, I think, 12 minutes. And, you know, but he did shoot well from when he was in the game. He did do well. I didn't actually get to see it because I had something going on. But from what I could see and what I did get to see from stats going wide, and then obviously after highlights, I did see that he was playing pretty well. So uh, seeing that and then him obviously tearing his um, Achilles or rupturing it either way. And, uh, of course, he's done. And obviously he would be done because uh, there's no way you can recover from something like that. Yeah, so, um, yeah, I got them off. Yeah, so obviously it's going to be difficult to recover from something like that. Um, In a matter of that time, so clearly, yes, he's going to be out for, you know, the rest of the finals and all this offseason of recovering, and he probably won't start for when the next season starts uh, because that's a lengthy um, rehab and and things of that nature to start back up and playing again. Um, as far as free agency goes for him, that's going to be interesting as well. Um, you know, there's there's a number of teams out there between the Knicks and the Nets and uh, maybe doubtfully the Lakers. Uh, I see something today about the Lakers are trying to get Kimball Walker uh, or they're very interested. But as of right now, the Lakers and that was probably the Celtics are in trade talks to get um, to get Kimball, not Kimba, um, Anthony Davis. So that's going up right now. Um, I, as, as the Lakers are having, you know, their office kind of changing from coaching and you know, up top where Magic was at and things of that nature. So everything is kind of moving around up there um, as they're trying to get Anthony Davis and, and for LeBron to get that team because LeBron is the the guy of that team uh, that can make these things happen as far as getting the players that he wants and that he needs for him to get to where they should be, uh, you know, before he's done. But, um, yeah, so, you know, uh, they're trying to get Anthony Davis. And I'm pretty sure they, you know, what's big is, you know, okay, you get, you have a decent point guard in Alonzo. You clearly have, uh, I don't even remember who's at the two. But, obviously, you have LeBron, you have Kuzma, and then you have, you know, say if you get AD. Well, then, that's good. That's a good front. Not great. But, then again, what team has a nice five? Not, like, point is... You gotta have a bench, and, and to to win the season out, you need to have you know a good front five, uh, first five anyway, and then a pretty decent bench. You, that's how you get up there, and that's how you get into the playoffs. But to win the playoffs and to get to and win the championship, you gotta have a great bench from six to you know ten, whatever, uh, eleven after. You know, that first five, you got to have them role players come in and play a significant role and do their job from offense to defense and to all of those things and for matchups and mismatches uh, coming into the playoffs and into the championship if you get there. So a big thing is, yes, you got to have a great five, a great starting five, but you got to have even 
or not even greater, but a really, really good bench. So that's something, you know, I'm sure they're focused on as every other team is. But, you know, they got to worry more about that instead of just getting stars. They need to get guys like they did in Miami when LeBron was there. Obviously, when I was huge fan of basketball, and that's what got my love into it, was when, you know, they had they had all these starters. Chalmers was a was an average point guard, good enough to, to help them. Then you had Wade, and you had LeBron, and then you had... Uh, I don't even remember who was starting at the three at the time, which is crazy because I was a huge fan. But then you had Chris Bosh, and then you had they had a mix up between uh, um, Haslam and and Birdman. But on the bench, it was Norris Cole, Shane Battier, who was a shooter, um, Mike Miller, who was a, sh- a, a, a shooter, a three shooter. You know, they had Ray Allen, of course. You could never forget about that. And then you had Birdman. And then you had, you know, who, whoever wasn't starting between Birdman or Hazel. But they had them role players. And they was very significant. And they did their jobs. So that was huge for uh, the Heat. Um, and, and and my point of having that great bench. Um, so let's go back. I got way off task, I guess I could say. Uh, the NBA Finals, it's 3-2 to two right now. Toronto, obviously, in the lead. They're playing in Golden State coming up. Um, last game at Oracle Arena. Um, who's gonna win? Who's honestly gonna win? My honest opinion. Uh, big game, obviously. Uh, I don't think Toronto wins tonight. I think you know they play much more comfortable when they know Kevin Durant is not playing. And if Clay Thompson doesn't play well, that's that's it right there. Like Curry's gonna give you them average um, twenty six to forty points. He's gonna give you that, and that's that's great. But they, they're just a bland offense without Kevin Durant, without uh, Looney. And Looney's a, a terrific, not one of them star guys, but one of them guys who makes who, who makes it easier on offense and defense and gets the job done like any other regular person or star player. So they don't have Looney, which is huge, uh, real huge. I think more than anybody really kind of understands besides people who are actually fans and follow up on them. Um, and then, you know, Obviously, Kevin Durant. So, if they don't have them too, um, that puts obviously more weight on Clay. It puts obviously more weight on Curry, and then a guy who has to come up. And the reason why, the reason why, I'm gonna tell you, if you if you've watched the finals in the past few years, you know, obviously three or four when Golden State's been there, the number one guy who who really was you know fantastic passing, defense, obviously shooting. All those things all around was Draymond Green. Draymond was knocking down threes, spot ups. Uh, you know he was knocking them all down. But if you look now and, and even the past couple years, he hasn't been shooting as well. He was a fantastic shooter coming in and, and playing throughout. And uh, he's just not he's not shooting as well recently. And from the last series I watched them to this series, he's not a shooter no more. And I mean, literally, he and he obviously like it's the same form now. Probably he tweaked it because clearly he isn't shooting as well anymore. But it almost is the same form, and he's just not knocking anything down. You know, Iguodala is not a three shooter, but he has proven he is clutch and he can knock them down when he has to. Usually, maybe. Uh, but saying all that is, you know, this this is a shooting team, and if they're not shooting and they don't have much size down low, what do you expect them to do? So, yes, that, that's a very bland offense, and it puts so much on Steph. And if Steph can't do it, and, and Steph is exhausted, what do you think he's going to do translation on defense? He's going to need help. And when you give down help down low and somebody's outside, it's going to give Toronto open man each time down the floor. The only thing is, though, 
is Toronto's not a very good shooting team either. They've been they're so inconsistent and uh, and I think I don't know, without Kawhi, you already know they're not where they're at. Kawhi Leonard is the absolute reason why they are where they're at today. And he's just, I mean, I'm not going to call him the greatest player in the league because clearly that's, that's, that's LeBron's, you know, that's his right now. But I don't think Kawhi is even two or three. There, I mean, when there's guys healthy and there's guys running, I got Durant up there. Um, I got clearly Curry up there. I, I, I can't call Kawhi. You know, he's a game changer, and, he, and, you know, he runs it. But I, I can't make Kawhi, I guess, top five. But he's not one of them guys in the conversation for, the, for you know, best in the league. I, I don't see it. Great defense. But, you know, I, I don't know. That's something for debate. I'd like to debate with somebody on that one. Um, so, yeah. So, I, I think, uh, I don't think Toronto wins it tonight. I think last game in Oracle Arena, Golden State goes out crazy and, and you know, Curry is going to probably have a crazy field goal percentage because he's going to throw threes left and right because they're fighting for their life. And they're in Oracle Arena, so, you know, that's going to give you more of a boost and confidence. And, you know, you're going to you're gonna go out there and just shoot. I think clay has got to shoot good because Clay does have some games where he is quiet. And if Clay doesn't play fantastic, I mean, the minimum of fantastic, they're done. So, definitely, they got to play good as far as the Splash Bros. Uh... And I think a guy who's going to be, not Quinn Cook, but a guy who hasn't been really instrumental. That wouldn't be the word instrumental because then, you know, that's too silent. But I think a guy who's played well, uh, well enough, you know, to obviously help and contribute. But a guy who could help them win and win this game and get into game seven if they play well enough would be Draymond. That's their guy who has to come in and make it easier for them to up top with, obviously, the Splash Bros. So, Draymond, I think, I'm honest opinion, that's a guy who's going to have to come through and really play the best, uh, his best brand of basketball that he can offer. Um, you know, but like I said, I think they win tonight. I do not think they win game seven. They just don't win it without Looney. They don't win it without KD. Uh, it, you know, obviously, if Looney doesn't play. But Looney's, you know, obviously in pain. They gave him the little the little needle f- to, for him not to really feel anything. Uh, just numb it up, but no basketball player can play 100% as you know like that and have that. Uh, I, I just think if if they somehow pull it out between the three of you know Draymond and and, and Curry and Clay, I, they're definitely going to be immortalized. And the, you know, obviously Curry is. I think Clay is too, kind of. But if this team wins, they are they are the best dynasty I think to ever play alongside with Chicago. Back then, obviously, with Jordan and all of them. Um, so, yeah, I, I said Golden State takes this game tonight. Curry's going to find a way, I believe. Uh, I think Clay obviously, is going to play pretty good. And I, I hope to see Draymond make it a really, really good, like, have a really good performance as well. Um, but, you know, the only way they don't win is, obviously, if Kawhi plays good. And the, and the guy who... You, you always got to have at least two or three guys to help you win a game. You know, big three con- uh, contributors. And for Kawhi, or for for the Raptors, one is Kawhi. But the number two guy who who has to play well and, as he quotes, plays better on the road would be Kyle Lowry. So if, if Kyle Lowry can pull it out and he could play really good, really good being the bare minimum, kind of like how fantastic it was for Draymond or Clay, uh, then... You know, I think they'll be fine. They probably would win it. But uh, I think the guy down 
who's going to be, who has to be clutch for them and has to come up big for them. It isn't nobody, uh, you know, kind of like Van Van Fleet. I feel like he's inconsistent at 3-2. The main guy who helps them win that's very, very quiet is not Mark Gasol. Uh, it's Serge Ibaka. Serge Ibaka, when he's, when he's playing defense and when he can play both sides of that ball at a good rate, I'm telling you, Toronto is scary. Because clearly, like I said, Lowry, Kawhi, you know, they have a good bench with Van Fleet, uh, things of that. But Serge Ibaka is that number one guy who, if he's playing well, it's a wrap. Like, it, it is a wrap. And he's coming off the bench as well, I believe, too. So, uh, you know, th- that's that would be the uh, quiet guy who would help them get their their fourth victory and, and win that trophy. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's what I have of basketball. Uh... Pretty much, uh, I think one of the other things is KD uh, clearly, uh, you know, going in. And, and he could maybe sign back with Golden State. But, you know, he, he wants to do his own team and his own thing. Just get a ring kind of on his own. But that never happens in the NBA. Because, uh, I mean, LeBron hasn't won one without Kyrie or without Dwayne Wade. So, you know, it's never really on your own. But, you know, that's why there is talks of, you know, the Knicks, that they can get KD, then they think they can get Kyrie. Or vice versa, if the Nets can get KD, then they can get Kyrie. So, you know, you got to always have that duo somewhat, uh, I guess you could say. But that's the that's the thing with KD going on. And we'll see what team he would probably or maybe could be on with the injury and knowing they probably won't have him beginning of the season. Um, going to the MLB world real quick. Not necessarily the MLB world anymore because he did play, but he don't play anymore. He's retired. Uh, Big Poppy David Ortiz. Uh, I think it was Sunday or Monday. That he was in the Dominican Republic. Him and a friend was sitting down. I don't know the full uh, the full story, but I did see the video of the fit of the the camera outside had it on, not necessarily on him, but you know the whole outside um, patio. And a dude came up and just shot him in the back, and it went through his stomach, and um, and the dude ran away, and the dude ended up getting called, and he was beat up pretty severely, and he was in the hospital, and the cops are going to talk to him eventually after he heals some. But uh, Poppy went into uh, surgery. Everything went well. He was in the ICU. And then his wife admitted today or said today that he went in for his second surgery. And uh, it, and he should be fine. Or I think he's he's pretty good. And like I said, he was been in ICU the whole time. So either way, uh, prayers only for... Uh, well, prayers for him and, and the family and things of that nature. Uh, you never ever like to hear these things, especially of a person who's well-rounded and as good guy as he is, uh, you know, so prayers out for that, uh, for him, and hoping everything goes well for him, and uh, justice will be served in that case. Um, moving on to the NFL world, we got a uh, mini camp starting now uh, for guys like Le'Veon Bell on the new teams, Odell Beckham, clearly Nick Foles here in Jacksonville and for our Jags. Um, and it turns out, you know, some of the stories going on with uh, Nick Foles and his family were kind of unfortunate between his wife having a miscarriage. Um, but, you know, that's, you know, they got through it and, and uh, they were very positive about it, which is a very good thing. Um, but speaking of Nick Foles and as far as the football world is concerned, he's looking good. Um, the Jaguars clearly are not going to show anything bad. But when things were bad for Blake Bortles, nobody was scared to hop on him and say, hey, he's this and this and this and he's awful. 
But we always wanted to say good things and make sure, you know, things were good from what he was doing. In this case, there hasn't been really anything bad of Nick Foles. Everybody's been positive, nothing negative. Um, as a guy, he is, of course, is always going to be positive. But as playing football, nobody's going to take it easy on you. You're either good or you're bad or, you know, whatever. And, and we want a winner and we want a, a quarterback here like we haven't had in forever. So Nick Foles is looking good. Um, point being, and, and, and that's a really good thing. And you can only hope that he keeps getting better and everybody's getting more comfortable with the playbook and the new offense coordinator, uh, John DeFilippo. De I, I don't know, but you get it, John D. Uh, with it, that's the new OC. And, uh, you know, hopefully, hopefully they had that connection like they did in Philly when uh, Foles had to step up for Carson. And, um, yeah, so uh, as far as injuries go for our rookies, we have um, Ryquel Armstead, the guy we got in the fifth round. He had a slight hamstring injury, so he is uh, just hanging out, nothing pushing because hamstrings, y'all know how they go. You've seen Leonard, he was milking it, and uh, and, and even if you don't milk it, uh, hamstrings are nothing to play with. Them things come and go, and they could stay, and they are just something that you got to have time and time and time to let them things recover and heal right. Uh, another rookie, Josh Allen, our first round, clearly. Um, he got a bruised knee. Um, Doug Marone did say he's likely not to participate in minicamp, and he'll probably just, as a safety measure, hold him until he's ready for camp or uh, sometime, you know, middle or after camp. Uh, no push because, you know, he's probably, well, I said probably, he's going to be a starter for us, and you don't want to push that and make it any worse. Um, so here is a... A quote right here. When the Jags called, I was excited from our newer player who just got out of free agency. And I will discuss how I feel about this player, Terrell Pryor. Um, yes, he said, when the Jags called, I was excited. Now, I'm pretty sure when you're sitting in free agency for a minute and nobody's calling you or, or nothing, you have workouts and you don't get anything after that and you're just sitting there at home, I'm pretty sure when a team calls, that's pretty decent or really a team in general you're going to be pretty excited but uh no he said that he was waiting for the time uh you know he's he said he was just waiting for the perfect time or, or the team to call him um or to to hop on he said you know he had family and and friends asking yo you still playing are you gonna play anymore or you know what are you doing are you about to retire and, and he said no nah, i'm just trying to find the right one and clearly he did uh he said that uh He's played for John, our, our OC, John D. Let me just say that. Uh, this is his third time being under him. Uh, once in Oakland and then in Cleveland. And uh, and like I said, his quote was, I was trying to find the right spot. And it looks like he did finding us in Jacksonville. Um, I don't think his role uh, is going to be too big here in Jacksonville. I feel like he's one of them guys where we get deeper into the season. There may be injuries. Uh you know, and things like that, and he'll step up, and he can he can come in and play, you know, receiver as he does. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised. I feel like for a little sneaky, uh, you know, we get deeper into the season, or you know, we need a touchdown. I say we pull out Terrell and put him at QB. And I know this sounds wild, but we do the Philly special uh, here in Jacksonville. You, you know, obviously put well. Now you can't have him at the QB position, but. Uh, you know, have him come and throw the ball to Nick Foles in the end zone. You know, do a little Philly special that way here in Jacksonville. Call it the Jack special, whatever. But, no, nah, I, I think, uh, he, like I said, he's going to be one of them at the end of the season or, you know, towards the late part of the season. Um, 
maybe November, December-ish type of guys who comes in and and does a little bit of uh, playing for us. Uh, Maybe special teams, I'm not too sure. Uh, I feel like, you know, he can contribute in a way. That's why we signed him. And and he's going to be pretty good for us. I don't feel like it's going to be anything... Too heavy because, like I said, you know, we got guys. We didn't go huge on wide receivers. And at first, I didn't understand that. I really didn't. I was like, you know, we have these good role players, young guys, but we got to get somebody who can lead it. But you know what? Between Keelan Cole, who I'm very, very high of on our, our, at our receiving core, D.D. Uh, Westbrook, and uh, and I feel like I'm forgetting somebody. Um, I know I am, y'all. Like, dude, this guy and this guy. But no, I, I say, but I, I named them two, and I made sure I didn't remember or forget, was because I think them are our top two guys. And yeah, Marquise Lee, uh, he's, I guess, our veteran receiver. Um, I think between Keelan Cole and D.D. And Westbrook, I feel like them are two guys who are going to put up the stats that Allen Robinson and Allen Hernans did when they started here in Jax. I feel like that's the, and, and, and not only is that what we're going to get, but that's what we're going to have to get because we have the QB we wanted. And it's like we've always had a, a really good one receiver and a couple other ones right behind that one receiver. And, like, we've always had a decent receiving staff or, or a team. But now that we've and, – and we never had a quarterback. But now that we finally have a quarterback, it's like where the hell is our receivers? So, um, I don't know. I, I, I feel that's the, the – they're going to have to put in the work and they're going to have to put up the stats and the touchdowns that – a Rob and A Hearns did whenever they was here and they started out. Other than that, uh, Marquise Lee, he's gonna be the leader, and I feel like he's gonna have to do pretty good when you know his time is, and he'll be in the slot. I, I feel like more than the outside. Uh, uh, I feel like there's somebody else. We have a bunch of receivers too. Um, and then I guess going back to Terrell Pryor, we'll see what he can do. Being you know a vet, a guy who's been in the league forever, not the most successful one, but you know. Um, going there and, and playing a good role for us, but uh, other than that, you know that's going to be what I'm going to cover today. Um, in football, or really, you know, for this podcast, you know, I was kind of kind of bland. I didn't really do too much studying or anything of that nature, but I did want to bring a podcast to you guys to let you guys hear off and and, and you know be able to put y'all's feedbacks on there for anything y'all want to talk about. Uh, I do want to start taking up questions. Uh. Before next podcast, I do want to uh, see if y'all have any questions or anything y'all want me to talk about or discuss before I post the next one, and I'll have it in there included for you guys. And you know, y'all can y'all can you know put back your reactions or whatever and wherever else y'all want to talk to me about it at. Um, but like I said, it, it's tough to post these podcasts without having a really good base of what to talk about. And it's always easy to find that, and it's always easy to, or not to find it, but it's always easy to be able to resource and, and dig deep and dive into what I need to support these bases and things of that nature. But as far as football goes, like I said, it's dead right now. You know, it's off season. You know, they're just doing their workouts. They're having their their mini camps and things of that nature. Injuries come up because that's the league and that's what it is, and, and that's what happens. But uh, there's nothing major to really talk about other than guys coming back from injury or guy, rookies who were in their first camp and, and, and good heartwarming stories pretty much, things of that. It's nothing, nothing ever 
you can sit there and just talk about it and talk about whether it was a good play and one one mistake led to this and if they didn't do that, you know, like it's never something you can sit there and talk about like that unless the season has started. So uh with saying all that to say this, make sure that you guys do check uh out my my uh boy Pray for Our Money. Uh I put him on my story on my Instagram so you can check out his page through there. I put his, uh, I mentioned him on there, so he he better respond to my notification as well. But make sure you guys click on that um, notification or click on his name and and find him and find the link and and search this thing up. And right now, heck, you can go pray for our money uh, and, and go on Apple Music and it's there. It's on YouTube. I'm not too sure what else platforms it's on, but it's out there. So go ahead and check him out and give him a look. And, uh, yeah, so thank you guys for listening to the uh, podcast. Sorry for all the uhs and uh, things of that nature. <laughs> but, yeah, so uh, I'm going to try to do my best to get you guys some more content and more podcasts. Uh, give me some more, um, you know, what y'all want me to talk about. I, I have had discussions before people about talking about uh, baseball, college baseball, because they are in the uh, World Series right now for that stuff. Um, and things of that nature, but y'all just let me know what y'all want me to talk about. I'll include it before the football season starts and yeah, yeah. So that's it. Appreciate you guys and see you next time on the podcast.